Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today I will be reading from 1 Kings chapter 18 and 19 from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. And to me, uh, this is really the climactic uh, episodes in the life of Elijah, only to be supersided, uh, superseded uh, in a couple chapters where he literally ascends to heaven. He doesn't die. Uh, but uh, this is where he confronts Ahab. Uh, he's uh, The prophets are protected by Obadiah, who uh, is in charge of the palace for Ahab, but secretly he is a devotee of God. And uh, Elijah runs away. He goes to a cave, hides in the cave, and then God speaks to him in the cave and says, come out of the cave. And He's on Mount Sinai, also known as Mount Horeb. And from there, God sends him to Damascus, Syria. And I don't want to spoil the rest of the story for you. But uh, I thank you for joining me in this spiritual reading of 1 Kings chapter 18 and 19. Let us begin. After many days, the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year of the drought, saying, Go. Present yourself to Ahab. I will send rain on the earth. So Elijah went to present himself to Ahab. The famine was severe in Samaria. Ahab summoned Obadiah, who was in charge of the palace. Now Obadiah revered the Lord greatly. When Jezebel was killing off the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah took a hundred prophets, hid them fifty to a cave, and provided them with bread and water. Then Ahab said to Obadiah, Go through the land to all the springs of water and to all the wadis. Perhaps we may find grass to keep the horses and mules alive and do not lose some of the animals. And they divided the land between them to pass through it. Ahab went in one direction by himself and Obadiah went in another direction by himself. As Obadiah was on the way, Elijah met him. Obadiah recognized him, fell on his face, and said, Is it you, my lord Elijah? He answered him, It is I. Go tell your lord that Elijah is here. And he said, How have I sinned that you would hand your servant over to Ahab to kill me? As the lord your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom to which my lord has not sent to seek you. And when they would say he is not here, he would require an oath of the kingdom or nation that they had not followed, that they had not found you. But now you say, go, tell your Lord that Elijah is here. As soon as I have gone from you, the spirit of the Lord will carry you. I know not where. So when I come and tell Ahab and he cannot find you, he will kill me. Although I, your servant, have revered the Lord from my youth. Has it not been told, my Lord, what I did when Jezebel killed the prophets of the Lord? How I hid a hundred of the Lord's prophets, fifty to a cave, and provided them with bread and water? Yet now you say, go, tell your Lord that Elijah is here. He will surely kill me. Elijah said, as the Lord of hosts lives, before whom I stand, I will surely show myself to him today 
So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. When Ahab saw Elijah, Ahab said to him, Is it you, you troubler of Israel? He answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you have, and your father's house, because you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord and followed the Baals. Now therefore have all Israel assemble for me at Mount Carmel, with the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah, who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent to all the Israelites and assembled the prophets at Mount Carmel. Elijah then came near to all the people and said, How long will you go limping with two different opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. The people did not answer him a word. Then Elijah said to the people, I, even I only, am left a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets, number 450, let two bulls be given to us. Let them choose one bull for themselves, cut it in pieces, and lay it on the wood, and put no fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood, but put no fire to it. Then you call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord. The God who answers by fire is indeed God. All the people answered, Well spoken. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose for yourselves one bull and prepare it first. For you are many, then call on the name of your God, but put no fire to it. So they took the bull that was given them, prepared it, and called on the name of Baal from morning until noon, crying, O Baal, answer us. But there was no voice and no answer. They limped about the altar that they had made. At noon Elijah mocked them, saying, Cry aloud. Surely he is a god. Either he is meditating, or he has wandered away, or he is on a journey, or perhaps he is asleep and must be awakened. Then they cried aloud, and as was their custom, they cut themselves with swords and lances until the blood gushed out over them. At midday, as midday passed, they raved on until the time of the offering of the oblation. But there was no voice, no answer, and no response. Then Elijah said to all the people, Come closer to me. And all the people came closer to him. First he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been thrown down. Elijah took twelve stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be your name. With the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. Then he made a trench around the altar, large enough to contain two measures of seed. Next he put the wood in order, cut the bull in pieces, and laid it on the wood. He said, Fill four jars with water, and pour it on the burnt offering, and on the wood. Then he said, Do it a second time. And they did it a second time. Again he said, Do it a third time. And they did it a third time, so that the water ran all around the altar and filled the trench also with water. At the time of the offering of the oblation, the prophet Elijah came near and said, O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, 
Let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, that I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your bidding. Answer me, O Lord. Answer me so that this people may know that you, O Lord, are God, and that you have turned their hearts back. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering, the wood, the stones, and the dust, and even licked up the water that was in the trench. When all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord indeed is God. The Lord indeed is God. Elijah said to them, Seize the prophets of Baal. Do not let one of them escape. Then they seized them, and Elijah brought them down to the Wadi Kishon and killed them there. Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of rushing rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. There he bowed himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. He said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. He went up and looked and said, There is nothing. Then he said, Go again seven times. At the seventh time he said, Look, a little cloud no bigger than a person's hand, is rising out of the sea. Then he said, Go, say to Ahab, Harness your chariot, and go down before the rain stops you. In a little while the heavens grew black with clouds and wind. There was heavy rain. Ahab rode off and went to Jezreel. But the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. He girded up his loins and ran in front of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Chapter 19 Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So may the gods do to me, and more also, if I do not make your life like the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. Then he was afraid. He got up and fled for his life, and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah. He left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a solitary broom tree. He asked that he might die. It is enough now, O Lord. Take away my life, for I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the broom tree and fell asleep. Suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Get up and eat. He looked, and there at his head was a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. He ate and drank, and lay down again. The angel of the Lord came a second time, touched him, and said, Get up and eat, otherwise the journey will be too much for you. He got up and ate and drank. Then he went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights to Horeb, the mount of God. At that place he came to a cave and spent the night there. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, What are you doing here, Elijah? He answered, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. For the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they are seeking my life to take it away. He said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Now there was a great wind, 
so strong that it was splitting mountains and breaking rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire a sound of sheer silence. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Then there came a voice to him that said, What are you doing here, Elijah? He answered, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with a sword. I alone am left, and they are seeking my life to take it away. Then the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. When you arrive, you shall anoint Haziel as king over Aram. Also, you shall anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, as king over Israel. And you shall anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, of Abel-Meholah, as prophet in your place. Whoever escapes from the sword of Haziel, Jehu shall kill. And whoever escapes from the sword of Jehu, Elisha shall kill. Yet I will leave 7,000 in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. So he set out from there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat, who was plowing. There were twelve yoke of oxen ahead of him, and he was with the twelfth. Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle over him. He left the oxen, ran after Elijah, and said, Let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. Then Elijah said to him, Go back again, for what I have I done to you? He returned from following him, took the yoke of oxen, and slaughtered them. Using the equipment from the oxen, he boiled their flesh and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he set out and followed Elijah and became his servant. So thus we've ended the 18th and 19th chapters of First Kings. I'd like to offer some questions for your reflection. Number one, after reading these two, these two chapters, what impression do you make of Elijah? Number two, what are your thoughts uh, about Obadiah? Number three, what impression do you make of King Ahab and Jezebel, Queen Jezebel? Why do you think Elijah flees to Mount Oreb? What do you learn when reading chapter 19 about Elisha? Six, why do you think God sends Elijah from Judah to Damascus, Syria? And seven, finally, what other thoughts do you have about these two chapters? I'd like to close us out now with a brief prayer. Lord, grant me the courage to stand up for justice, to speak up for truth, and to fight for peace without end. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, located in the heart of Detroit, the very tip-top of the medical center of Detroit. And we are praising God in the midst of a pandemic. 
We can't worship in person together, but we are worshiping in spirit. And I thank God for you for being a part of this podcast reading of chapters 18 and 19 of 1 Kings. Tomorrow, I will set out on chapter 20. And I hope you'll be with me because we're drawing near to the climatic conclusion of 1 Kings and the life of Elijah. God bless and God keep you. And remember, I am praying for you.